if you're in the house on your own, you might as well bang one out as well. <laughs> Why not? Live the life of a king. Eat, eat your tea, watch Rick and Morty and bang one out, Jim. Fucking, uh, it's the night of kings. Uh, it depends. I mean, if I'm from rice pudding, look at you. Oh, oh pickle Rick. <laughs> <laughs> Episode 32 of Nerdword. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> so excited. <Damn. laughs> so excited to be here. Um, who have we got? <clears throat> Chewback. Chewback. Alex. Alex is here for a change. Uh, who else we got? Jim. Hello. Uh, we got Back me. by popular demand. Back, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So the last Nerdword uh, was a flop. I thought it was Japan. And then there was the Japan one that I haven't yet. Um, but damn, is it good? Edited. Oh. Yeah. I'm so looking forward to it. It's not that good. Wait, <laughs> oh, God damn it! I think it's by the time this goes out that will have gone out already, right? Yeah, that's true. Looking so forward to it. You have to look back to it. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. I that's why I'm calling this one episode 32 because the last one was episode 31. Oh, I'm okay. just going to call the Tokyo one. No, the word Tokyo special. Tokyo special. 31B. <laughs> yes, they won't be. Um, Hold on. Where did Sherlock Holmes live? Big Street? What number? 31B? Ah. This is getting creepy. <laughs> can't be just a coincidence. Yeah, you're right. It can't be. Um, Conspiracy! <laughs> it's going to be a bit of a different nerd word because we haven't done one for a while. So I just wanted to do a, uh, like a catch-up, really, and just see what people have been doing. News-wise, there's just been too much to really go into in terms of news yeah. uh, over a, a month and a half worth of stuff so I thought fuck it I just didn't want to choose um, so and I wanted to be a, yeah I wanted yeah, to be a, a shorter nerd word anyway so it's easier to listen to this time let's see how short we can make it <laughs> well first up we're going to do oh, new releases <laughs> <laughs> new releases so um, as per Jim's request I have cut down the new releases that I put on the Nerdword list. So there are two releases this week in video <laughs> games. They are Shadow of War. Right. Yeah. And Evil Within Two. Okay. Is one of those a Lord of the Rings style? Shadow, yes. Shadow of War is a sequel to Shadow of Mordor. 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 Um, so thoughts on them because the reviews on Shadow of War I thought it was good are not good are they not? I thought they were good not that I've seen and it also the the Eurogamer review questioned just how much they're taking liberties with the license at this point um, I'm not asked about that I mean, I'm not precious at all about it. I am. I am. <laughs> I'm really excited for Was it. Was the precious a joke at Lord of the Rings? Uh, no, no. <laughs> um, I played quite a lot of Shadow of Mordor. I didn't buy it when it was new. I bought it when it was cheap. Quite enjoyed it. Then put it down. Then it got a 4K patch when the PS4 Pro came out. So I played a chunk more. And it looked lovely. But it's sort of... It's a busy work kind of game, isn't it? It's like, yeah, even it is, though it's Warner yeah. Brothers, it feels like Ubisoft. You know, it's like, yeah. big map, 
Go and do the like, wow. ones. And instead of doing Ubisoft style shooting. It definitely feels like Ubisoft because, I mean, Ubisoft, the guys that made Assassin's Creed were saying that it was ripped off oh, from yeah, them. Yeah, so. <laughs> but then, yeah, it's just kind of that mixed with Warner Brothers Batman style combat, which I quite like. Mm. But yeah, it's got all the same button presses as yeah. Batman, so it feels like that. I enjoyed it and thought yeah. the Nemesis system was a really nice touch. But yeah, from everything I've read about this, it really seems like they've taken a lot of liberties with it and I don't think that's fair on a dead guy uh, <laughs> it's not the first time it's ever happened no no it's not <laughs> it's not at all but you know I mean yeah I just uh, don't think Gandalf would approve um, <laughs> and then yeah the other thing is uh, Evil Within 2 um, I've recently played the first one is it Evil Within 2 or is it the other one I'm struggling to remember what the first one is what's Evil Within Came out last year. Um, ah, it's really kind of gruesome. Wait, sorry, you're a police officer who goes into is it a mental asylum, and then loads of crazy shit starts happening, and you kind of get sucked to a demon kind of world underneath the, the mental asylum. Stop ringing the bell. Uh, if I show you, some, if I show you, yeah, um, it came out around Halloween last year. Yeah. Um, same again. They're cashing in on the. Actually, was the sales for the first one that good? I don't think they were anything spectacular. No, I always got it mixed up as well with Until Dawn. No, that's completely. <laughs> like in terms of that just one? yeah. Yeah, I recognise the box. I just yeah. don't remember the game. No, I remember. I remember playing the first bit of it. It, it was kind of like a Resident Evil esque sort of game, but more scarier. Are, um, are any of us playing these two games? Given that Destiny Two is currently out. <laughs> no. Um, I know Andy's going to be playing Shadow of Warlock. He's really excited for it, and all the reviews he's read got him really hyped for it. Mm. Uh, Evil Within 2 for me I doubt I'll be picking up because there's so much for me that's going on I can't I don't have time for anything else I think I've seen it recently I'm not sure if it's actually connected or not but I've been playing Dead by Daylight mm. and there's like um, something that like pops up I don't know exactly what it is yet but whenever like Michael Myers is like stalking you down sees it He's like one of the killers in the game. Yeah. Like it pops up as like one of the things like Evil Within 2 I'm like what the fuck is this thing on the side of my screen I don't <laughs> know what it is but it says Evil Within 2 and I'm like is there a game coming out? Now you told me there's a game coming out called Evil Within 2. I'm like, I don't know if they're tying into like other scary games. In you. Is it free to play? No, 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 no. But it's just so this weird little thing that comes up on the side. So I don't know if it's like a killer perk that's been activated or something. But it says Evil Within or The Evil Within. And it, there's one that says The Evil Within 2, I'm pretty sure. But uh, yeah. I, don't, I don't know. It was heavily advertised at TGS. Yeah, massively so. Yeah. Massively so. Um, okay, well, uh, let's move it on to just uh, the, the only other segment for this week, which is the fuck have we all been up to? <laughs> uh, so, um, we'll start with you, Jim. Okay. Oh, uh, we got the lady dragging her body again upstairs. Well, <coughs> yeah, that's early than usual, isn't it? No, no, normally it's seven, she's later. Oh, yeah, right. we've just started later. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Well, we started later because I've been playing Destiny 2. Yay! <laughs> um, kind of hate it. But <laughs> you can't help but play when it. When I'm playing it all the time. It's everything that people on Reddit are salty about is true. There's really not much in terms of progression once you get to the end game. It's so easy to just level up to the max. So easy and yet so not easy because basically like, there's four things a week you can do that will actually increase your power level. And once you do those four things, everything else is sort of, you can do it, 
What you light, can now do it. What do light are you up to? And two nine four now. How long did it take you to get to two nine four? Well, since I seem to be, I seem to be increasing my four or five a week because I'm not doing raid stuff. Oh. I'm doing the nightfalls like every other week. And what's so. the max level? Three or five. So you're not far off. Like another fortnight, and I'll be maxed. Yeah. yeah. For, and I'm not doing anything end game. You know, I'm, yeah. I've done a bit of one of the raid chunks, um, but I've not completed the raid. I've not beaten the boss. Yeah, it sort of feels too easy to level. But then maybe I'm just thinking, maybe I shouldn't be making level the whole reason I play. But that's <laughs> that's what Destiny One always was for me. So I never yeah. maxed it. It's yeah. Well, it doesn't really have any other form of showing progression, does it? No, than that is those levels. That is so. But at the same time, I mean, just tonight I've started doing some of the adventures, which once you're high level, they're pointless. To get yeah, they out are. Of it. Yeah, pointless. But that's, that's why I put them off. But doing them now, they're still really good fun. And actually, just hanging out and yeah. Okay, so they're still it's, kind of um, worthwhile playing then, even afterwards. Well, the other thing that's great for me is like, I mean, like we're a two PlayStation household now, and me and my son are playing it together all the time. So every night we do a couple of hours and just find some stuff to bash out, and it's fun. You know, it's, it's fun to hang out. So I'm enjoying it in that way. Um, but it definitely feels really flawed in terms of the systems that changed. Don't seem to have changed for the better. It's still the same system, essentially. Yeah, I think. I think it struggles from, a, like it feels like, it feels like this game is what the original Destiny should have been, but that's not enough for a sequel. Because <laughs> the original Destiny had then three years to progress and become yeah. something a lot better, and this is like a better version of Year One Destiny. Year One Destiny, yeah, but yeah. it's still Year One compared to Year Three. Yeah, precisely. Like, it, I'm, I'm enjoying playing it. Um, and I'm definitely enjoying playing it more than I've enjoyed Destiny One at this point, where I, you know I'm yeah. I'm level I think I'm 280 or something like that. So you know, fairly near the end of sort of end game leveling sort of thing. But yeah, just there's just still not that much. It's not even that there's not stuff to do. It's that there's stuff to do with no tangible rewards yeah, so like, yeah, yeah, I haven't exactly. done any strikes when I do a strike I really like it but it doesn't feel like there's a reason to do the strikes so yeah. I'm not doing them yeah. I've I haven't done I've, I've done a few strikes with Nick but that's it I've only yeah. attempted one and I couldn't I couldn't do it it was just it was, it was me Andy and the third guy uh, after we failed it the first time round that third guy who just gave up and just stood yeah. there and me and Andy we couldn't do it together yeah. just two of us we couldn't do it we needed the third person so yeah, I just feel like maybe I need to change my attitude to it and just accept that I'm enjoying playing it without any reward. Yeah. Just play it. It's just a gameplay. Yeah. That's that. So with Destiny, the gameplay has been, always been good. It's just everything yeah, around it. Yeah. And yeah. it's the same with the second one. They've just bloated out everything around it, but the core gameplay, it's, it's, it's still good, but everything else is just bloated up now. Yeah. I'm enjoying like um, little things like you know the public events. And now they've made it so you can turn them into heroic public events and stuff yeah, like that. That's just great. It's kind of cool. They're sort of they're over rewarding, which means that you can level to max just by yeah. them almost. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's a weird one. I mean, yeah. I am enjoying it. Like a lot to the point where I played like I played like most of the day on Saturday, and it's fun to play and it's fun to socialise with people on it. But just the game itself, like 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 we were saying, like there's not much in the way. Of progression, other than that, what light level you're at, or whatever the fuck they've called yeah. it this time, right? Yeah. And and other than that, there's just not really much. Like, and, and because the armor, like, 
the armor doesn't seem to have that many quirks to it like in the first game yeah, like yeah. there was like some really <clears throat> quirky armor that did like did random things and the same with guns as well like this feels much more basic yeah in terms of armor yeah, and, and guns but again i don't know if that's maybe because i'm just thinking of the three years after the original there's no random perks on any of the guns anymore either so if you get legendary then you've got that legendary and you never need to get another one and then you might as well just burn there's no sense of oh that's a better version of this same gun than I used to have that's never going to happen yeah so that feels odd Um, it's sort of too generous with exotics as well in a way like Zoo is really cheap now. It's so, easy to so fucking cheap. Why I just buy everything else every week, even though most of it's for characters I haven't even leveled yet. Because why not buy them all? You know, yeah. So. yeah. I, I think I'm sat on like 500 ex- like shards. Yeah. Like yeah. when you consider it costs like what? Like 25, 25 or something for like an exotic from him. Like yeah. So does it feel like to you that the second one's kind of turned down the grinding? I think they've made tried to make it a lot more accessible for people who aren't putting as much time into it. Yeah. But the problem is, I think we were the people who were putting that time into it, and so it just feels dumbed down for us. Yeah. Yeah. yeah definitely. No. But again, I, 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 I mean, I enjoy playing it. It's just like Chewie said earlier. Like it's the rest of the stuff around it where, where it's just like it all feels a bit pointless. Well, um, so for me, I, I'm not as far as you guys. Um, on the Saturday, mm. I only just finished the campaign. And I haven't started doing anything else outside of the campaign yet. And if anything, the campaign for me was far too short. Far too oh, short. Oh, God, yeah. yeah. But then oh, the God. teaser right at the end of the campaign for the expansion pass, uh, the new expansions, I'm really excited for them. And I'm going to have to wait for it. Yeah, they got a, I mean, hopefully it's a new form of enemy. Yeah, it's not just a copy of no, it's, like it's the Taken original. where it's like the it's, same enemies. Essentially. It's the original enemy that was supposed to be in Destiny 1, but because of all the uh, bullshit development, right. they never made it into the final game. And they always teased it as an uh, expansion. So you would have thought that would be the kind of thing they'd put in Destiny 2. But yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that would yeah. be like no, off Destiny the bat. Destiny 2's actually just got all the same characters. Yeah, I know. Uh, I, I, that's, that's, I, and there's a few different units for each army, right? Basically, like a couple of new... Things and a couple of yeah, yeah, but, but they're not different enough. No, they're not. No. Like it's still, yeah. I, I don't want to say it's lazy design, but like, I don't know what else can you say. Like, it, it, it's tough because you're fighting the same things you fought for three years. Some of these are really good ones, like really good, well made, well played campaign missions. Yeah, definitely. Once you finish it, there's no way to go back and play them. Mm. We've taken that away, which is really which is shame. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But you wait. get the weekly. Three that <coughs> yeah that you can replay, and then yeah. you only get to play those, and you get to play them once each. And in the in the first okay. one, didn't they reintroduce the campaign in the second or third expansion? Like after you complete the game in the first one, you couldn't redo the story. I thought you could. I might be remembering wrong, but I thought as soon as you had your map there, you could go and no, go back to the original. I, I, me- I remember right one of the expansion passes reset everything, like it reset the entire uh, map. And that does to, sound familiar. Actually, yeah, and right? I remember having to redo the every single thing all over again and I was yeah, like yeah. breezing for everything because I was such a high level it, yeah. but I can't remember, remember what, if I can't remember why they did that though yeah, I can't everything's blown into one now so that's one thing you've been up to <laughs> yeah <laughs> what else have you been up to um, over the weekend I tried the beta for Battlefront 2 have you okay. tried that? no how is it? well I thought Star Wars Battlefront was the most beautiful game of this generation and this looks so much better it's just oh, wow. absolutely gorgeous wow. um, and it's got a little bit more depth than the first Battlefront like there are different classes of it's like you can go in as a 
was what they called like an assault or a heavy or a specialist or a sergeant, I think, or something, whatever it is. So, yeah, you, you pick your class when you start each battle round. And I guess, I don't know, I mean, for me, the only one that felt playable was heavy because that's the one where you get a rapid um, fire DPS mm-hmm. um, where <clears throat> you got some kind of shield in and it felt like the, the power ups were obvious and I knew what they did and so I could mm-hmm. use it. Like everybody else, do the same. So there's no like you join a squad of four people and you've got one of each. It's everyone's heavy all the time. They change the system for unlocking heroes or uh, vehicles and things like that. It's no longer a random icon pops up on the map and you run and be the first to grab it and then you get to be that fader. It's more um, you get enough kills, you earn enough points to unlock one of the hero characters. So right. That works better, I guess. Um, yeah, it's it's still pretty shallow. And still gorgeous, and still not something I'm going to buy full price day one because Destiny's still taking a long time, so I might as well wait till Battlefront's cheap. Did you ever get and play the expansions for the first one? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Were they worth it? Um, they were a mixed bag. The Death Star one was amazing. Um, the space combat stuff was always the best stuff in there, I think. Yeah, um, I heard good things about the Death Star safe. Yeah. What was the other one I liked? Was it Bespin? Yeah, was so, Jakku was the Jackie, first free yeah. bit, wasn't it? And then there was yeah. Bespin. There was some like Jabba's Palace stuff that I don't think I ever even played. Yeah, Best game was pretty good. Um, Death Star stuff. I forgot there was one other, but I don't know what it was. I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah they're alright. Um, I never played the game enough to actually justify them playing through the DLCs again. Especially when the DLC ended up free. Did you see that? They went free. No, no. All of it. All DLC for Battlefield 1. Battlefront 1. Free. I remember seeing them so, trying to like really push it onto people because uh, during E3, <coughs> no, no, before, before E3, they were trying to give away, well, they were giving away a copy of Battlefront t- uh, 1 yeah. if you bought 12 months PSM. Oh, yeah, yeah. Then E3 hit and they dropped the price of the PSM Plus, but they also dropped the price of Battlefront 1 to like 5 or £8 or something like that. And, you know, it worked at the same price anyway. Uh, but but yeah, I was so tempted to pick it up at that point. But then I saw all the videos for Battlefront 2 and I was like, I'll wait. It's going to have a uh, single player campaign, which is a big sell anyway for me. So yeah. See how that goes. Um, but yeah, but the best best thing in Battlefront 1 was the PlayStation VR X Wing mission, mm. and there's no VR at all in Battlefront 2. Oh, wow. Wasn't that an add on though? It, it was like was, a step back. It was free if you had the season pass. Uh, so okay. that kind of isn't really an add on. It was like, <laughs> actually, no, it was free if you had the base game and had the season pass. They might, they might release that. They might do another <coughs> one for Battlefront 2 um, and release well, it later on. It was Criterion who did the PSVR mission. <coughs> and this time around, Criterion have done all the space combat stuff. Um, oh shit. Which is probably why it feels awesome. Because Criterion is awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it means they've been too busy to do the PSVR stuff. So, mm. yeah. See, this guy's this really. Criterion, I love, <coughs> I love Criterion as a developer. Yeah, me too. But. What's the last game they made? And like, what's what's the next? The game? last great game they made was Need for Speed. Nah, most wanted. I didn't. I didn't think it was that good. Their Need for Speed that was basically Burnout Paradise Two. Really yes. Was great. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, and I enjoyed it. But I still prefer Burnout. I think all the. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think all the you know the real names of the cars and the real cars they just put me off. I think. I think I prefer <laughs> the arcadey style. But gameplay wise, yeah, it, it was it was really good. But now they're just a backup developer now. Just pulled in. Kind of. They get pulled in to like fix things. Uh, what game yeah. was it? They they came in at the last minute to fix the online mode of some game. Grimlock Wars. But now they're just doing parts of games rather than the full game themselves. I'd actually yeah. like to see. 
And then like people, some people left, didn't they? And did made the golf thing. The, yeah, dangerous yeah. golf. And then there was some, the people who did that have just done something else. Well, and it sounded more like burnout, but I forgot what it's called. Okay. But yeah, so they're still around doing bits of stuff. So. Mm. It's not the same, it's not as what it used to be though. Back in the old days, <laughs> when Criterion made arcade driving racing games. Um, okay, anything else? Uh, do we want to talk about Star Trek? I've watched some of the new Star Trek. We we, we most certainly do want to talk about Star Trek. <laughs> is it is it a feature? Is it... It's definitely in the things to discuss. Should we discuss it now then, or save it for? <laughs> well, yeah, I definitely do want to discuss it, but I think we'll save it okay. until we've sort of gone around and. Have you seen Blade Runner? No, I still don't even know whether I want to see Blade Runner. You do. Yep. You do. Yep. You do. Yeah, you do. Twice. Three of us. Three of us are saying. Yeah, you want to see it. The fact it exists has already ruined the first Blade Runner. No, 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 it hasn't. No, it hasn't. The fact. No, it has. It has. Okay, how's it ruined it for you? Well, actually, I'm going to tell you something now, and you're going to tell me something that'll be a spoiler. No, 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 no spoilers. No spoilers. No spoilers. I've seen Harrison Ford with an old man's face on, right? So he clearly didn't die as a young robot. That's. The ambiguity of Blade Runner 1, which is, was he just a replicant all along? Well, it looks like he definitely wasn't, because now he's old. No, the ambiguity is still there. Yeah. Still yeah. there. And that is kind of like addressed in the opening, not even, what do you even call that, that text that comes Crawl. in like right at the beginning? All right. But okay, okay. How okay, important okay. How important is that bit to the overall story? It's quite Of oh, Blade Runner 1? No, uh, Blade Runner's... Actually, I shouldn't I think that. that's what, I mean, for Blade Runner, the original film, that core question is the thing that takes him being a good sci-fi film to a great sci-fi film, I think. Yeah. You know? Apart from Ridley Scott going, yeah, he's a fucking replicant. But well, well, everyone else in production team. Uh, yeah, yeah, everyone else is just like, fuck off, Ridley. Yeah. <laughs> so. But it doesn't matter what he says, because, you know, it's what's old, in the text. Old, the film old is Harrison Ford does not ruin the ambiguity. No, not at all. And if anything, this is Harrison Ford's best performance this I've the, ever seen. The best old Harrison <laughs> yeah. Ford. No, because the thing is, like Harrison Ford, what? he's not an actor. Like, he's not. Like, at the end of the day, he's not an actor. He's a movie star. There's a difference between an actor and a movie star. He and Harrison like... Ford has always been a movie star. Okay. Right? He's never been like an like a actor. Like, you, you know, like he's... A lot of the time, he's, he sort of plays... Himself a lot, in a good way. I'm not knocking Harrison Ford because a good chunk of his movies are my favourite movies. Like he's fucking brilliant in a lot of shit because he works and he's got that charisma of a movie star. But he's not an actor. In this, he's an actor. I think he's selling him a bit short. I think you know if you just look at Han Solo, Indiana Jones, and Deckard, the, in the original films, they're three very different roles. They're not. That's him acting. He acts pretty well. He comes across as he's three different not, people. He doesn't he's, come across. It's not Tom not Cruise style, the same guy in all the films. not that good at Blade Runner, acting wise. Um, well, it depends how you define you know, good at acting. I don't want to get technical about it because I don't have the vocabulary. And so, but... some of that I don't think is his fault at all. Like, it, I think some of that's probably down to Ridley Scott and what Ridley Scott did with the multiple versions of fucking Blade Runner. But, yeah, this is the first time where I've, I've looked at Harrison Ford and I've gone. Oh, holy shit. Like, that's some fucking good acting. Alright. Because this is the third in the trilogy of Harrison Ford comes back as an old man. Yeah, it is. And yeah. potentially ruins films that used to be well, great, you know? And Star Wars yeah. kind of awesome. 
and Indiana Jones turned out shit. So it could go either way. I kind of disagree with you there, baby. In what way? Well, what would Alex? What do you think of Harrison Ford's performance in Batman? Um, I'm not sure if awkward is the right word. It's mm-hmm. just the kind of uh, it's it's hard to say. He's kind of. It's more just kind of like how his character is kind of like introduced, really. That kind of like throws me off for a bit. Um, yeah, that's that's yeah. the only thing. Other than that, actually, I really like it. I like. I, th- I think. I mean, for, like I say, for me, it's it's definitely his best acting performance in a film. But it's also the first time I've seen him, like, do some of the stuff that he's like acting. Like it, I've never seen him. Like I don't know. I read a review that that also said that you know like does he get his will yet? <laughs> of course, you went there. <laughs> um, no, it's 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 kind of strange. Like I've not I've not ever seen this level of of intensity at, at an acting level from Harrison Ford. I think. Um, yeah, it's real good, and like I said, the ambiguity is not ruined at all. Um, you should definitely see it. The only thing I would say, for me, as a floor is, it's a bit long. Could have shaved off about 15 minutes. Yeah. 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 I liked it. Just soaked it all in there. Yeah. A bit long. Shaved off. What's the point of shaving off 15 minutes? What's 15 minutes? It's just, it, it's, it's close, it's close, to, minutes. <laughs> it's close to, it's close to three hours long. That's right. And, yeah. It is alright, I don't mind. I mean, fuck, I love Lord of the Rings, so, you know, like... Yeah. Which is what I don't mind. Yeah, I don't mind long movies, you know? But it just felt that that's the only, like, the only flaw I can say. Like, it, yeah. it just need possibly, like, a little bit of tightening up just on the runtime. Um, but, yeah, I mean, you should totally see it. Mm. It's... It is... It, it's a masterpiece. It, it does... I mean, we watched the Red Letter Media review, and some of the stuff they were saying was, was really true. Like, it, it takes everything about. I mean, one of them said it's probably the best sequel yeah. that's ever been made. I agree with that. It's, it's a. You know how sequels just never live up to the original. Yeah. Yeah, this one. It, if not. It, it, it takes everything. It. Yeah, it takes everything of the original Blade Runner, and it's. <clears throat> all of that world, all of. All, everything about it, and it just. It just builds on it and makes it really see well. for me I, I totally agree with everything the only thing I disagree with is Harrison Ford mm. for me he was the weakest part of the film for me I wasn't impressed mm. with his acting at all it was all the other characters and the whole universe and the whole feel and story I actually it. liked uh, Jared Leto in it as well yeah, he's, he's he was... been a bit hammy lately but what with? huh? what with? well I mean fucking Joker, Joker. Uh, I didn't yeah, mind his yeah. performance as Joker <laughs> I didn't mind it at all so Chewie didn't mind him as Joker. I, I'm saying Harrison's Ford acting is the best acting. He says it's not, but he likes Joker in uh, Suicide Squad. I said I didn't mind it. <laughs> I mean, he really doesn't even get that much screen time. No, he doesn't. He, never, he, does. Does. Very he never does. I mean, he he could like he could like he could really chew up the scenery, like in terms of like acting like way over the top, and it has done mm. in the past. In this, I thought it was okay. Like it was it was pretty good. And I liked the the way he. His voice, uh, the the way that he spoke in it, I thought was kind of interesting. Mm. Stuff that was that was kind of cool, but yeah, it's real good, and it and it asks some really good questions as well. Like you know, the first one like sort of asked like questions about the sexuality of you know whether you know replicant and you know human is he a human? I don't know. 
couldn't get together sort of thing you know this asks this sort of takes it and have you seen um uh, arrival no well same guy the director because i was thinking that's a good like good questions movie so yeah yeah well same guy that directed it but what i was gonna say was the have you seen the movie her yes no, oh yeah, I think right I know right. what you're talking about. Yeah, I'm not going to spoil no, it, no, no, but it's just that level of like, oh, can we yeah, go yeah. that way with relationships? I, I mentioned this yesterday to Andy and Mike Chewy, right. but then they hadn't seen the film, so right, okay, right, right. Okay. But yeah, that was like I think without having seen what was done in her, mm. like I think yeah, that yeah. kind of helped them like kind of pave that way a bit more. And yeah, I, I thought it was interesting, and, yeah, and yeah. that scene as well with her and the other girl. Mm-hmm and the movements and everything is really one of the most interesting scenes I've seen oh, dude, that in was, a long time. Trippy as fuck. Trippy, very trippy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, watch it, yeah. Mm. Watch mm. it. Okay. Get I to the you, cinema I before next week. Well, I mean, <laughs> yeah. I feel like John was probably old enough to watch Blade Runner as well. As Blade, except 18? for that one scene. Sort of oh, well, the first one. Well, yeah. it depends on which cut, I guess. You are getting full... No, not full. No, not full. Almost full nudity in this. In the new one? Yeah. Uh, I'm not really thinking in terms of like... I'm just meaning if, I'm, if Joel's ready to see the first one. Oh, right. Then I can rewatch that before I can see this. Oh, right, right, right. Okay, okay. sorry. Yeah, I thought you meant taking Joel. I don't think I'll save some. Yeah. I think this might be a bit... Housey. So you do see Harrison Ford tonight. <laughs> yeah, you do. Yeah. Well, I'm going right now then. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Remember that's... that shop in the first one where he goes to the dude like trying to find a snake? He's in his pants <laughs> all along. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's totally worth your time to go see it. Um, okay. okay. And I, I mean, Claire likes sciencey stuff as well, right? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think she's she's super good to it. Go. I think you'll dig the soundtrack as well. Yeah, yeah. That's what I was going to ask you. Well, how close is it to the original? It's perfect. It's like not hints, Dallas, is it? No, it's, it's not. No, it's like hints at times. Yeah, it's, it doesn't go over the top. It's not too much in your face. In fact, when we look at it, it wasn't like some guy started the soundtrack and then yeah. got kind of secretly Shit-canned. sacked and someone else <laughs> mm-hmm. took over. It's Hans Zimmer and Zimmer. some Hans other Zimmer, dude, yeah. I think. Yeah, I can't yeah. actually. I had a quick. Look. I watched on Friday, and immediately I was like, "Can I buy the soundtrack?" And like, I can't buy the soundtrack. It took like ten years for the. Original Blade Runner soundtracks come out, didn't they? Yeah, it's Vangelis. That was released in the early 90s. Yes, go go see it. Um, anything else we... Uh, I mean, what have you been <coughs> to add? And anything? What have I been up to? Yeah, gaming-wise, um, movie-wise. Dead by Daylight, I've been playing that because it's on a Humble Bundle. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. I've stopped looking at Humble Bundles. Every now and again, I'm like, there's always something good. Because you've got every game ever. <laughs> Oh, thanks for giving me that copy of her story. <laughs> oh, well, well done winning the competition. Well done, Alex, I'm winning the competition. Got my hand on Jim's sack. <laughs> Rang the game out of it. A game that I've, I realised I need to get a notepad and like paper to actually play. Yeah, yeah you can do. Yeah, it's really interesting. I like it, but I need to sit down and properly play it. But yeah, Dead by Daylight has just been like, over the last few weeks, I've probably popped in like 30 hours maybe on it. Fuck. Yeah. That's a lot for you for a video yeah. game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. It's fucking awesome. And uh, aside from that, I've been like watching a bit of TV, so like Rick and Morty. Yes. It's probably something else I'm watching, I'm, I'm forgetting, but I've seen uh, Darren Aronofsky's mother recently. I haven't seen that. No, she don't. Huh? She's <laughs> <laughs> getting along with oh. <laughs> And I uh, saw It on Saturday with Nick, mm-hmm. and yeah. uh, Blade Runner twice, so okay. I was like, I had to go watch it again. Let's take it up. There's lots of friends that I'm not getting around to see. 
would you when you sorry back to the Blade Runner sorry <laughs> sorry I, one thing I wanted to see what you'd recommend I'll cut it back in like earlier on uh, 2D or 3D I went, oh, yeah, yeah. I went to see it in 3D um, and the reason I did because as we all know I fucking hate 3D mm. I think it's pointless um, the we, we want like I, basically it was a date night and I wanted to like go all out on a date night so I paid for Sam and I to have the gallery um, at the Cinema Deluxe in Nottingham I don't know if you've been to the gallery but it's basically no, it costs yeah. a bit more it's about £25 per ticket wow but you get a bento box of like sweets you can choose between savoury bento box and uh, sweet bento box so we chose one of those each and I basically like I say it's date night so I went all out and the seats that you get are like like easy boy fucking recliner things oh, that just okay, go back yeah. and yes. like and like your feet come up and everything um, and you're basically you've got prime seats and you're kind of at the back and they like calling you off from like the plebs down <laughs> below sort of thing um, and you can like go out to them and say hey can I get some popcorn and they'll just like they'll run downstairs and get you some popcorn and shit like that it's pretty pretty fucking sweet um, and it also had the um, X plus Dolby Atmos Dolby uh, Atmos yeah. Atmos is speakers in the ceiling yeah um, it was real good yeah like, you can see those can you mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. X plus one X does Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, it was really good sound wise. The 3D, both me and Sam came out and we were like, that didn't need to be 3D. Like it was just a money grab. Like there was there was no part of it where I was just like, this is added to the movie. Like so. But when did you ever thought about 3D? Avatar. <laughs> yeah, the people listening can't see my look at you. <laughs> um, I have to disagree because I saw it in 2D and there was at least in 3D one. There were a couple of shots that were just like so much. There's there's like one of like an office from like an exterior, and you're seeing people like inside it. And there's like one of like someone looking through some water, and I'm not going to say anything else. But like the, the, there's a whole bunch of things where it's just like ah, and like loads of flying shit wasn't crazy in terms no, of like 3D. All the rain. Some of the other stuff was like all the scenes in rain in 3D. Yeah, and rains in this movie. <laughs> and all the snow. Just in a rains in Blade Runner. <laughs> like, the snow in 3D. Like I was saying about, I was watching the snow yeah. falling down all the way. Oh, it's beautiful. Um, no, I mean, everyone's you know entitled to their opinion on it. Both, like I said, both me and Sam came out and we were kind of like, didn't really need to be 3D. If you're watching it in like standard 3D, I wouldn't recommend it. If you're watching it in digital 3D, I would recommend it. screen proper stuff. But the sound system, definitely. If you can find a screen that has a, an awesome sound system, I, if you can get to it. the Nottingham um, Deluxe, yeah. watch it there. Like that's it's real good. Cool. If, you, right. if you get the gallery, even better. Um, cool. Where were we? Uh, Alex, you were playing dead, video games. Dead by daylight. <laughs> yeah, oh, dead by daylight. Yeah, put a bunch of hours into that. Just uh, don't even know the premise, but it's like four survivors, one killer, and yeah. you're ugh, just Jesus Christ! Like all the perk systems and everything, fucking like, hilarious. It's, right. It seems like really well balanced, and like the ranking systems like really weird. Like you have to, there are like kind of four main categories that you can like gain points in, like every round, as it were, or like every you know encounter. Yeah. So it's like survival, cooperative, like boldness, and I can't remember what the last one was. And you got to get like 5,000 points like in two of these to get like two pips to bring your rank from like 20 down to like one. So like two pips, two pips, two pips to get all the way down. And um, basically like if you you keep on like playing and you don't start filling up any of those categories, you start losing pips and like rolling back. And then every now and again, they just kind of like reset everyone's rank. 
Right. And uh, so I was playing for like a week or so. I'm like, what the fuck's actually happening? I'm still <laughs> playing with everyone who's like kind of relatively new. And I look into it, I'm like, oh shit, there's like a whole, like, there's like all these like layers. I'm just basically like floating on the surface and there's like all these people like <laughs> right. deep, deep, deep into the game. There's people deep into it. Just, <laughs> it's, I was just like, I was just like, isn't this the, the game that Stu from Lancaster was saying yeah, that we yeah, should all play? Um, yeah, a lot of the uh, lot of the operations guys, they play it. Mm. Um, so maybe we're sort of speaking with them next yeah. week and, and seeing if they want to play. Because yeah. Yeah, they, they recommend it, so. Yeah, it's yeah, it's, it's it's like scary and fun and just yeah, and you kind of get it's quite interesting like reading the the like discussions on Steam because some people like pretty much only play as a killer and some people pretty much only play as like a survivor and it's just like hate groups like on either <laughs> side. <laughs> it's like this game's just for survivors. what hate groups have formed on the internet around something just pointless. <laughs> yeah, oh man, crazy. Yeah, it's 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 a lot of fun. Like the way you kind of get the um, like the items are like all kind of like usable basically. Like if you die and you're carrying like let's say like a toolbox or whatever, mm. you lose that tool that toolbox. Um, like basically loads of shit's just like perishable. Like I mean, in the game yeah. that, that that can like run out. Like in your it's just it's kind of like really fun. I paid like under ten pounds to get that and a bunch of other scary games. So yeah, yeah it worked out nicely. Sounds good. Sounds good. Yeah, yeah. That watch some stuff and uh, yeah, that's it for me. How you found Rick and Morty? I've not watched it since me and you sat down and watched like because I was I'm only like six seven episodes into season one or whatever. When we got to that one where it was like, right, we're getting the whole episode on parallel universe TV shows. It just <laughs> felt like interdimensional TV. You know when you people are laughing at that, it felt like the worst example of like unfunny students sat in a room trying to list all the surreal stuff they can think of. It was just so painfully self-indulgent and shit. It's supposed to be, though. That, that, it's supposed to be like oh, that. It was supposed like, to be shit. Well, it was shit. No, it's, it's, it's supposed to be, guys. like, self-indulgent. Like, you can hear them, like, improvising and laughing in, like, as they're doing them. Yeah, I didn't... I'm not doing that. So, yeah, I've not got, gone back to it since then. Um, okay. Yeah. Well, I keep feeling like I should do because I don't understand half of what people say on the internet. You should. <laughs> you should. Did you say, yeah, season one, episode seven? It's roughly that. It's what, 10 episodes a season, 20 minutes? No, no, I should crack up. You just bang it out. It tends to be what I'm not in the bedroom. It tends to be what I watch when I'm in the house on my own and I just want to eat me tea and not play games. Stick that on. So I'll go back to it. If you're in the house on your own, you might as well bang one out as well. Why not? Live the life of a king. <laughs> eat, eat your tea, watch Rick and Morty and bang one out, Jim. Fucking, uh, it's the night of kings. Uh, it depends. I mean, if I'm from rice pudding, it could get... Oh, oh pickle Rick. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't get that. Uh, well, exactly, yeah. He's everywhere. I, don't want <laughs> I did actually watch uh, another thing, and the other TV show I forgot was uh, Preacher, so like, I watched season uh, one and okay. two. And yeah, yeah, like really. I quite enjoyed season one, but I didn't want to watch it anymore after it. I don't know. I just kind of like that's you know that was fine. I'm done with it. Mm. Isn't it Amazon preacher? It's yeah. on Amazon. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, Chewy, what have you been up to? You pretty much know. Yeah, I was there. <laughs> um, outside what we already spoke in a Tokyo special. Um, well, this is the thing. We can talk about. TGS and that sort of thing because the Tokyo Game Show version is going to come out before this episode. So we we spent the Tokyo episode talking about what we wanted from TGS. So now we can say what we got uh, from TGS. Well, I didn't get any of it. 
Neither did I. <laughs> Neither did I. Um, <laughs> Actually, no, my only, my uh, the one of the only highlights of TGS for me was Detroit. Like, to, to see those three people standing in that glass box all day just made me goofy. That was cool, but I felt just bad for them. No, no. I, they, I, they basically had these actors that they had paid to stand and look like androids in a glass box. Right. And they kind of moved a little bit, you know, not quite human every now and then. And you could stare at them and wave at them. And these poor people were fucking in there. <laughs> you got to hope they were paid a lot. I don't need to be paid a lot for that. So Japan doesn't I, seem like I would need some comfy shoes. Well, this, yeah. As, I just... as soon as I saw them from a distance, I got really excited. Ran up to him. I was with uh, my friend Ray, and I ran up to the glass box for the minute. I was like, Ray, you got androids, you got androids. And Ray's like, dude, the people. And I'm like, <laughs> no way. <laughs> and I just stood there, just staring at him, like literally, like face on. And I they're just, just like, yeah. I'm wondering how many of them broke character as well, because then some of them must have at some point. Mm. But yeah, TGS was a fucking bust. Like, it's good Nintendo wasn't there. Really? Well, this is it. This is one of the things that I was saying. Like, I was there was there was stuff I was looking forward to, but TGS has really, really suffered from a lack of competition for Sony because Sony rock up there. Mm. Microsoft don't rock up. No. Nintendo don't rock up. No. It's it's literally the Sony show. There's and, a lot of smartphones. And it's to the developers. detriment of, of the show because, you know, Sony's got no biggest, one to beat. Like, Square Enix was the only other uh, studio that had a big yeah. floor space. Yeah. But it, I mean, the question I always get is it's still very much focused on, like, Japanese ga- made yeah. games for the Japanese yeah. audience. Yeah. Very. And Japanese games stopped being interesting. Well, I, this now, is it. Like, I, I felt like, like, like I, I went to TGS about four years ago and it was great. Really good fun. I went to TGS this time, and I felt like TGS represented where the Japanese industry is at completely, because the whole thing was full of just Sony stuff that was Japanese-focused and mobile games. This seems like tons you, of mobile. If you games. want to go and see what all the free games on Vita are going to be for the next twelve months, then go to TGS. Yeah, yeah, basically. basically yeah. Well, okay, so Sony had a massive stand. Yeah. Square Enix had a massive stand, and Capcom had a massive stand. Monster Hunter, Final Fantasy, and PlayStation. Yeah. That was the main yeah. show. That was. And 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 like this is a massive show. Like it is over mm. like like fucking tons of halls. Mm. Um, and they'd also they'd made some other decisions that I just thought weren't right like the cosplayers like when when i went a few years ago like basically between every hall was like this open air air sort of area and you would walk through it and there'd be cosplayers like all the cosplayers were just in those areas cosplaying and it was really great because it just kind of broke up the show you could you know walk out and you'd be in the sun and there'd be people like posing taking pictures looking really really cool there's a lot of people put really good effort into that stuff Mm. i mean i'm not even that into cosplay but you know the effort these guys go to it's like it's really cool and and um, they basically moved the cosplay out of TGS Completely. and moved it across the fucking road. Like, so it was difficult to get to. And it had its own hall, which is cool, but it was the hall that was like the merchandising hall. So it was like the people weren't really displaying inside the merchandising hall. They had to display outside the merchandising hall. So it's really fucking bizarre. Yeah. decision 
that made the show feel really disjointed. Um, I, I don't think I would go again. I, I, I found some... Uh, so, me saying about Nintendo, there's a lack of Nintendo there, yeah? Yeah. I found some Switch uh, demos, game stands, where you right. can play on Switches, and new Switch games as well. I tried to go in there. I wasn't allowed to go in there. <laughs> I was too old. I was oh. too old to go into the section that they had Switch games, and I wasn't allowed to play in there. Wow. Yeah. I tried to go in, and she was like, no, 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 no. I was like, what? She was like, uh, children, children. I'm like, what? <laughs> like, this is the only, the only area where the Nintendo Switches are, and it's wow. only children. Fucking me. And I'm just trying to think, like, what Japanese-made stuff I'm looking forward to. And outside Mario Odyssey, which wasn't there. The only thing I can think of is <laughs> Nino Kuni 2. Which? Which I'm also reading bad it, things it about. Was, yeah, yeah, I'm reading bad things about that as well. Like... But, and also, I never finished the first one, so I won't get around to that. So. Well, from all the stuff I've seen in the second one, I haven't been that excited, to be honest. Because yeah. I, I like the first one. Well, it sounds like Ghibli's not been very involved. Really? Well, no, I mean, Miyazaki went on retirement, and he's come back out of retirement for the <laughs> fifth time now. But yeah, through through most of the production, like Ghibli's not really had a hand in it. Um, yeah. Did you see it? I no. saw. I saw it. There's no, a, there was a demo on the Sony stand. Didn't, didn't bother. Um, yeah, I mean, TGS was that bad that my wife and I, you know, we, we left. I think we were there for two hours. When you consider, like, it's not in t- central Tokyo, like, it mm-hmm. takes, an, like, an hour, a good hour and a half Matthew to get Harry out there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, so that's a long journey out there to be there for, like, two hours. And, like, a lot of that is just walking between halls and, you know, them walking over to that cosplay area. So, really disappointing. Um, but other than that, the only thing with know. that is I do know your tendency to take an instant dislike somebody and overreact. <laughs> what? So I said somebody, didn't I? I meant something. Right. To anything. <laughs> so to say, I'm quite. I quite like. I like quite a lot of people. No, I don't mean people. I mean things. <laughs> um, well, should we talk about Star Trek? Well, I, well yeah, we will we'll get to that. But I, I think, I don't think I'm doing it a disservice. Like, right. I mean, like most of the media for uh, like coverage has been. This was really underwhelming and disappointing. How long um, did you spend that, Jake? I was at. Uh, well, you we got there together. Time, yeah. Um, I stayed there till the very end with my friend, but um, me and Rafe we smoke, and Bailey doesn't smoke, so we were constantly going to the smoking area having a cigarette. So we do one okay. hole, go for a cigarette, <laughs> come back to another hole, go for a cigarette, kind of thing. Right. And so we split off into two groups, and I stayed there till the end, all the way to the end. Yeah. Um, yeah. But we took our own sweet ass time because of smoking cigarettes. Yeah. I went in 2005, I think it was CGS, and it's like, you know, PSPs were out and stuff, and you could kind of get like downloadable demos onto like your device. Oh, so, yeah, I remember that. So I don't know if like Nintendo would ever do anything like that. Obviously, they weren't there. They don't turn up. I remember when Nintendo used to have. Um, I think it was the DSs, not with the 3DSs, the DSs. Mm. They had the group chat where you could draw and stuff. Mm-hmm. I remember queuing up for some Nintendo do- uh, demo, but everyone had DS uh, DSs, and you go into the group chat and there's loads of people in the DS group chat just all sending each other drawings and stuff. And it was cool. It was, it was, it was cool. I, I enjoyed that. Mm. But they've never really done demos, so Nintendo mm-hmm. not downloadable demos. But that's that's kind of it. What else did we do? What else have we been up to? In TGS? No, in 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 Tokyo. Oh, Tokyo. Yeah. I did loads of stuff. Yeah, I played Arcades? that. 
Yeah, I played that flip game. You know where you flip the table? Yeah, I saw mm. the video of that. Yeah, no. playing. Not seen that. You need to do no. harder. You should watch the video. Okay. Um, yeah, it was a really, really weird sort of Japanese game where like you've got like a table in front of you mm-hmm. and you're getting angry at people around you and you have to bang on the table and then you bang like a certain amount of times and then you have to flip the table up and it's on a hinge and you right. flip it towards the screen and it just goes bang and then drops back down okay and then the game and then it does like a crash mode from uh, burning yeah. of just shit <laughs> right. going everywhere and like it's fucking brilliant you could do as much damage as possible yeah from... it's really good um but yeah uh what Mario Kart Arcade yeah Mario Kart Arcade that was pretty cool oh did you try Mario Kart VR yeah anyway no no, no. I didn't see Mario Kart VR it's a I don't know where it is it's 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 available somewhere in Japan at the moment I guess it's in arcades. Well, I don't pl- know where. Playing the arcade machine just made me want a console version of the arcade machine. <laughs> it's really annoying. Yeah. I-, I wouldn't even mind if they did, a- did it as a DLC content or something. Mm. But when Mario Kart's only in Japan, don't get me wrong, release the DLC, rest of the world, don't release it in Japan kind of thing. Yeah. But it was good. I enjoyed it. I really did enjoy it. Um, i trying to think of what. I mean, uh, the only other thing. Uh, Playing Destiny and yeah, Star Trek is. Um, I I've been watching Narcos. Ah, okay, that's Narcos. Narcos. Have you seen it? Have you seen it? Narcos. Have you seen it? Narcos. No. It's um. It's supposed to be real heavy. Uh, not as heavy as you might think. Really? There were people on the plane in front of me that we were, we were like that. You know when you can see through the gap, mm-hmm. and they were watching it, and like every five minutes they would just go <laughs> like this, <laughs> like put their hand over their mouth, like oh god. That's my childhood in Colombia. <laughs> <laughs> there, was, there was no gruesome, um, yeah. There was no gruesomeness to it. Like everything, yeah, I don't remember any any gruesomeness yeah. to it. No, not at all. Wait, you grew up in Colombia? Uh, I spent the nineties in Colombia. Yeah. Never knew that. Really? That's how I learned Spanish. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Pablo Escobar over there. <laughs> um, um, but it's all based on uh, Pablo Escobar's. Life from the perspective from the nineties, nineties item. Actually, I think, season two, I think season two is the nineties. Really. Escobar's drug mule. <laughs> um, got shot not far from my cousin's house. Who yeah, did? You got shot? Really? No, no Pablo Escobar. Ah, ah yeah, yeah, but that's when he's on the run. And everyone's deserted. Whoa, whoa! Spoilers, dude! Spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> he's only on season one. Oh, that's, no, that's, that's his real life. I'm on season two. <laughs> this is real life. Stop that's spoiling how he real life for him. <laughs> oh, man. Um, that's cool. In a way. Don't tell him what happens at the end of Doctor <laughs> If anything, from what I've seen from Narcos, it shows how shit the Americans were during the whole thing. Because the yeah. series is like from a an American viewpoint essentially mm-hmm. and um, you do get a lot of background from uh, Escobar's family and all these crime family and everything but from the Americans perspective they're fucking useless every time they actually try and catch uh, Pablo Escobar they do something stupid that actually lets someone get away for no reason it's like no wonder he got away and he's been on the run for so long it's because you guys are shit trying to catch a criminal <laughs> and like during the whole 70s, apparently, according to the TV show, I'm not holding anything to accuracy or whatever, yeah? I love how you point well, out. Well, I, I, I <laughs> can fill us in. Exactly, he's there. I wasn't even alive in the 70s, but, you know. Uh, apparently, the Americans only put two people 
and the whole narco drug family country system. It's like two two people to do the whole thing. It's crazy. <laughs> it wasn't until season two that they brought a whole team into it. Nineties yeah. item. <laughs> item, would you like to explain more? <laughs> we hear about like CIA actually like ran operations to like smuggling drugs like yeah, from yeah. all these places. So yeah. I don't know if they like actually buying it or just ripping people off and then you know they, selling they, it in the they, states. They explain it in our. <laughs> Have you seen Sicario? No, but I, I know about Sicario. That's really worth a watch. And it's directed by the guy that did Blade Runner. Which one? The first oh, one? Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, not the first Blade Runner. <laughs> um, yeah, give Sicario a watch, man. Like, that's Is some that interesting movie shit. Movie or show? It's a movie. Okay. Yeah, it's a, it's a movie. I think it's got... Um, is it Emily Blunt? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. She's playing like a... DEA, is it? DEA? Yeah, yeah. Drug Agency. Yeah. Um, she's playing that and it's it's... Yeah, it's real good. You should watch that. There is, um, there's like one movie I watched when I was like uh, at school in Colombia, and like I think like our general kind of like studies teacher showed it to us. He's like really weird. He like bought a like a record player once and I like, tried playing like this backward and stuff. He's a bit of a weird guy, but he showed us this one film which I think was called Sicario as well. Right. But it's okay. about this like kid kind of like um, being like kind of I think his like parents were like murdered and like kind of basically being brought into like a cartel and like being raised to be like a hitman. Mm. So basically, it's pretty common over there. People just like go around on like mopeds and just yeah. plug each other and stuff. And like, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to find that again because that was just like crazy. Nice. That's crazy. Um, yeah, give Sicario a watch. I'd watch that with you actually if you want. Yeah. If you want to watch it together. Yeah, we can watch it in the media room because mm -hmm. that's a fucking good movie. Mm -hmm. Really, really um, tense. Mm -hmm. a really okay. tense movie. Um, it's you know it's about like the blurred lines that you're talking about like between like US and sort of you know Central and South America and mm. cartels and stuff it's real good um, cool should we talk about Star Trek we've really had this now um, <laughs> what's your thoughts on Star Trek Jim um, well I'm three episodes in. I guess everyone's three episodes in because episode four has only come out today, hasn't it? Yeah. So, yeah. And the first two episodes were really different from the third episode. Mm. And the third episode started to feel more like Star Trek. It was a bit thinky and a bit talky. First two episodes felt like kind of action movie pilot, trying to get people involved kind of stuff. And I was, yeah, unconvinced by that, but really enjoyed it. Once it settled down a bit, right? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> You've forgiven if you thought. But it's still totally doing like origin story, backstory, build up stuff, and this sort of introduced some um, like ensemble cast, but it's very much focused on more characters still. And so, you know, it just needs time to develop. Mm. Feels like to me. Um, but just like any Star Trek series. Yeah. Nice. So I'm I'm not 100 percent convinced by it yet, but I'm happy enough to keep watching. And. I really like her, Michael. I think she is very likable and character. Yeah, yeah. That's sort of all I think of it so far. I think the Klingons are a bit boring, but Klingons always have been. <laughs> what you can do? Yeah. Give them a facelift. They're obviously trying to fill out Klingons a bit and give them a bit more. I don't know differentiation between different Klingons and stuff, but I'm not bothered. They speak the same language, so they're yeah. Klingon. Yeah. Yeah. If you give Klingons massive dialogue, then. That's massive of subtitles of people talking. In it was a chore, though, wasn't it? It sort of is. I yeah, mean, I'm usually the whole film subtitles. I'm fine with it, but when they were talking, they felt like they were fucking out of breath all the time. <laughs> yeah, like was... they'd just gone up a really large hill. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, ah, it's all the makeup they're wearing. 
Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I've got a couple of questions because I've not watched any Star Trek. Ever. Oh. No, no, I've, I've watched any Star right. Trek, but okay. Uh, I guess, time-wise, where does this fit into it's Star Trek? It's prequel to the original series. It's ten so. years before Kirk. Get yeah. out, okay. And they've got little problems, like, straight away, like, it just all looks something more advanced than it yeah. used to. They've obviously just gone, you know what, it would be stupid if we tried to make it less advanced. Yeah. Let's just accept that people are going to have to accept it. Imagine it if they fun. made a modern TOS series. Yeah. With all the knobs and buttons. Exactly, yeah. 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 Oh. And then... Nah, I think... Wait, is there meant to be another show as well? Another Star Trek that is coming out, or is... No. no. So what's this one called? This is STD. You had to say it, didn't you? Oh, Discovery. Discovery. Star Trek Discovery. Okay. Yeah. Well, people are talking about Star Trek Orville. Yeah, it's not, no, not, it's not Star, Star Trek. Is it? No, what is it? Just it's just Orville. It's, yeah, it's, it's a show by Seth MacFarlane, yeah. the same guy that... Family Guy. Just Family Guy. Right. Um, <clears throat> so it's a comedy. Different universe altogether. All yeah, together. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Entirely. entirely. Um, yeah. Does it have Cuddles the Monkey in it? No. Oh. Well, I'm not watching that. Who doesn't love Cuddles the Monkey? Yeah, that's Orville's friend, isn't it? Orville's a little green dog and his friend is Cuddles the Monkey. You know, I hear that dog. <laughs> no. No? You're not familiar with Keith, Har- Keith Harris's act from the mid-80s? No. No. Okay, you've heard of Orville. You've ever heard of Orville the Duck? Cherry yeah. grew up in Germany. I wish I could fly <laughs> yeah, up to the sky, but I can't. No. He's like a green... Uh, is he like a green duck? He's a green duck with a nappy. A green duck in a nappy. Yeah. <laughs> googling. Oh, he was just a puppet, right? Oh, he was a puppet. Yeah. Keith Harris used to do the talking for him, and when he wasn't doing the duck puppet, he'd do Cuddles the Monkey. He was a rude green dog with orange hair. Uh, the orange no, the, the, the monkey had orange. Wait, wait is it, it was a monkey. Cuddles the Monkey. I think I know what you're about. Oh, but I might uh, only I might only know it from reruns or something. Like that. Right, that's Keith Harris with the monkey. Yeah, dog. that. Oh, no. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I never watched that. But let me find Cuddles the Monkey. I used to he watch. Was my favourite. I, I never really liked the dog, but Cuddles was great. What did I watch? I watched oh, Asterix oh, and all Jesus. That's a young Keith Harris with a disgusting, cheap made wow. out of a pair of socks. Cuddles the Monkey. Was that was that the Cuddle the Monkey before Cuddle the Monkey? I never Cuddle. Yeah. <laughs> God, he's terrifying and kind of racist looking. <laughs> <that. laughs> Look at that frog. That's not Kermit. Is that Kermit? That's not Kermit. Well, these. uh, Sorry, this doesn't work. Um, (laughs) Maybe I'll just put some links in the description to pictures of Keith Harris as a young man. (laughs) Bailey should probably. Would you put up a link to your video of Japan in the podcast notes to watch it if you're interested? Yeah, sure. I enjoyed watching it. I saw you posted it and somebody commented. I'm 20 minutes into this, it's awesome. I was like, 20 fucking minutes? It's <laughs> half an hour, it's, 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 it's an hour and 15 minutes. <laughs> it's, wow. it's worth it for my scenes. I mean, you know, I think it probably could be better if they like cut 15 minutes of one time out of it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why does he keep snorting coke? It's <laughs> <laughs> just snotty. He's a snotty monkey. Right, I'm stopping to see. <laughs> uh, no, I never, I never watched that. I had that dog. Yeah. <laughs>
Anyway, so that's not a new Star Trek show, is it? <laughs> no, it's not a new Star Trek show. No, it's nothing to do with Star Trek. It'll be so great. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> the ship was just actually Orville the Duck. Just a large Orville Duck, and they were all inside him. Fantastic. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Have you guys seen um, Star- any of Star Trek Continues? Yes, that's no. um, based in like TOS era. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like continuation of like actually based on scripts. Uh, I think they've got the okay from uh, who was it? Has it Universal or whatever uh-huh. to like keep on keep making them? But it's basically like a. I think it's meant to be. I mean, it's definitely like a kind of sanctioned kind of like fan for it. And the episodes are fucking long. No, Paramount's yeah. given some really strict guidelines and rulings around it, and they're just within those guidelines making it. Yeah. Um, okay. But the sets are really good, though, and the the outfits are really good. Yeah, they're super like honest. Uh, Ryan yeah. Gumley put me onto it. Um, I just don't like the acting, though. That's the only thing I don't <laughs> like because they're trying too hard to be like the original cast. Right. Mm. That's um, like interesting, like foreign. And then they um, there's like one episode of like is it like Apollo, like he's like a god who was like mm. in one of the, like the original mm-hmm. series and stuff, yeah. and he like comes back, but it's the same actor. They get to use the same actor, Jeez. and he's like aged, and the, because it's meant to be like yeah. the god has aged because he's turned into like a mortal. It's like it's pretty cool. Right. And, uh, I think. Anyway, Bentley, really what do you one. think of Star Trek Discovery? <laughs> um, I will not be watching it beyond see, uh, the episode three. Ridiculous, man. Why? Imagine watching the first three episodes of TNG. Yeah, I did. They were shit. The whole first season was really agree. shit. I mean, yeah. there was an argument on my Facebook earlier, which I got called entitled. Um, <laughs> I, I wouldn't call it an argument. <laughs> um, but yeah, basically, I completely disagree with you about the lead character. Can't stand her. I'm happy that they've got like you know a female lead because I actually don't mind Janeway as as lead. I think that, that's kind of cool. Yeah. I find her intensely unlikable. Why? What? <clears throat> Just the the way she is written, the way the actress is portraying. No, it's not Spock. That's the thing. It's not Spock because it's not humorous. It's different, but it's a different version I mean, of that same. There's, there's no humor in this. I, I felt like the two, like the pilot, the two pilot episodes to begin with, were very like the J. Abrams stuff, right? And and, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I and I don't like his stuff. There's very many issues that I have with Abrams' universe. However, it had some humor in it. This is for me devoid of all humor. Um, and one of the things I spoke to Chewie about earlier as well was, you know, like I the reason I like and the reason I do like the first three episodes of you know, next generation is there's hope. Like there's a hope for like a better future within these, you know, these the, these these first three episodes of TNG. Like this universe that they're creating now feels like there's just there's no hope in it. Like the it doesn't feel nice to watch these people. I don't think I don't feel any connection to them in terms of like they're nice people at all. Um, the captain clearly there's something else going on you know like it just it doesn't I, I used to like as I said too like I said that you know I, I I would sit down with my mom on a Tuesday evening you still can <laughs> I would sit down with her at six o'clock on a Tuesday evening put channel two on and we would watch the next generation and here would be this like 
future where like you know people like the captain was really like reasoned and and you know and the first officer was really cool and like the science officer was like was like well not the science officer the doctor was like my mom like she was like a single mom like you know like on a starship and she was like raising her kid and like doing really well and she was like really respected on the crew and it was like oh there's my mom on the starship you know because the and show isn't that no it's not that it's 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 more that like because voyager wasn't that and DS9 no wasn't no that. it wasn't it was but they still had so you haven't written up after three yeah yeah no that that's fine though and, and i love ds9 I, I i i probably would say that's the second best of the the star trek series it's pretty high up there. um it's it's very good um and and I loved Voyager as well. I didn't so much like Enterprise because. How much Enterprise did you watch? Uh, I watched the first two seasons of Enterprise. You've not seen all of Enterprise. No. And you call yourself a Star Trek fan? Best. Well, oh, yeah, God. but season it just three didn't... is the best. I know you said that, but I just I can't get on again with with. I didn't I didn't enjoy the acting in that one. I didn't enjoy the storylines in that one, um, and I'm not sure if that's because it was too far back before See, in terms of time setting I gave it those seasons because it felt like Star Trek and this doesn't feel anything like Star Trek this feels like if this was another show where it was like here's you know some new world we've created a new IP right and they were like this is what's going on in this world like and it was not in the Star Trek universe I'd be like okay that's kind of cool I might give that more of a go but like for me, I go to Star Trek because, like, I I like that message of hope, hope for a better future and better humanity and, and all that sort of stuff. Because that's like what I used to <clears throat> sit down with with my mom. Like, and whereas this, there's just no, there's no hope in it. There's no humor in it. I, well, okay. The characters are deeply unlikable to me. There are definitely characters being introduced who will be who are clearly meant to be humorous characters. Like, Cadet. Girl. Yeah, I love her. Redhead bunk mate. She's like, clearly going to be she, like. She brought such a breath of fresh air to the entire uh, Discovery I just, series. Yeah, I thought so, she was real clunky. I love that. She's clunky as well, but it's early days, you know. But yeah. it's not like mm. it, there's something like a show that never intends to have anything funny in it. Um, <laughs> but that's what it's felt like so and far, and they're kind of like. I don't. If you're deciding the story we're going to tell now is the start of the thing on war, it's like you can't do that and go. Well, no, it's going to be alright. It's not you know? the start of the war. It's the, the well, end of the war. Yeah, you know what I mean. The, the kind of. Yeah, the, the war was 100 years ago, and this is yeah, yeah. the end, essentially. <clears throat> well, it's the, the this clearly a relaunching of hostilities well, we, plot going on at the moment, right? Yeah, because if we go with TOS and when the peace treaty was written, yeah. it was the sixth movie. <clears throat> right. Was, so that's, what, two... No, three seasons plus the movies. That's, what, five years? Yeah, yeah it's five years after Discovery. No, 15 years after Discovery. So we're 15 years away from the, the Klingon peace. But the bit of plot that's been covered so far is basically stuff's kicking off with Klingon. Yeah, you know? yeah. So we're at war. You can't do that and do a message of hope at the same time. But that's still part oh, of man. your history of your universe that you but, but invested in. In, so the, in the other, the like, like in DS9, there's like the, there's a fucking huge war that almost brings the Federation to a close. It doesn't really. However, like that, yeah, no, it no, it matter. doesn't. But once that kicks off, it becomes like the running theme of like the last war. Three, four seasons of DS Nine. Yeah, what's well, going on? Is it still like a cheery, hopeful look at all the lines? Yeah, there are like, like there is like hope and there is but humor it's not in it as well. Surely it's not consistent. No, it's not, dude. It's... No, it's not. It's not in every episode, but it, it's it's there. Like there is like underlying hope and stuff. Whereas in this, I just like I... DS Nine had twenty six episodes a season. 
Yeah. This has only got twelve. Yeah. So you you, you kind of got to balance everything out as well. But it's just I'm three episodes in, and there's yeah, yeah, yeah there yeah. is literally nothing that I like about it. Like I cannot think of a single redeeming factor of this show that that I that I that would bring me back right now. Okay. And I I know that sounds like extreme, and you you know, I know you you make this joke about me being like quite extreme in my views and stuff, but like. <laughs> I just can't. I can't think of anything in it. Like everything that you guys are listing as like things that are good about it, I'm the complete opposite in my viewpoint on them. Like that, I just cannot get on. It's not that I can't get on board. I'd like to get on board. But, no, that's, but I that, just that, that's cool though. That, that's your opinion. There's, there's just nothing. Like like I mean like you said, you clearly like the lead actress. I don't. I can't stand I her. Like I think she's awful, and and I think her character is awful. I don't, I've not seen her in anything else, so I, I can't judge her on really? what she's what she's like in other things. I'm sure she's very talented. It's, it's not the I actress just... I hate; it's the character. It's the character. I don't, I don't, well, I don't, I don't know I if that's like how she's being told that she's got to portray it or whatever. But even the way it's portrayed, like I well, just—that's what I mean. Though it feels like there's a reason for it. There's a reason for her being so shitty, and I do believe. Spoilers, I do believe she's going to die at the end of the season. I don't think she's going to survive. That'd be a weird thing to do. I mean, every Star this Trek is a weird. A this is captain, <laughs> yeah. This right? is a weird yeah. series. We don't even know it's going past season one. And well, to be honest, before the season even started, we didn't have a clue what we were in for. Yeah. I don't. I, I I don't even like it down to the ship designs. <clears throat> Which one? The like just, or discovery. Like both of them, and it's not so much the outside. It's it's the insides as well. Like everything is pitch black. You can't see shit. Like me. Like me. Rafe and Sam sat down after you'd actually gone, flown back from Tokyo, uh, and on our last evening we we sat down and we watched them, and all three of us were joking about like how the fuck they could see to do what they needed to do on the bridge because it was so dark, like and it, it just we were like how the fuck can you get on and like like find the right things to press and all this sort of shit yeah, and, like why are you not tripping over stuff. Like, like, Base visual image of Enterprise. I think about it. That's a really dark show. Yeah, I was gonna say yeah. Enterprise. Really Enterprise dark. is quite dark, but, but just. But that was the feel I got from the Shenzhen, though. The Shenzhen felt like it was the end of like the Enterprise design era. Even with the uniform being all blue, it seems like it's the end. Because already with the, the the third episode with Discovery, where she's in the prison outfit, <clears throat> they've gone from Enterprise uniforms down to TOS colours, mm. and you kind of have that mm. transition. And even in the first episode. Um, Captain the Shenzo, she said, uh, Am I even saying that right? Shenzo? Shenzo? Shenzo. Shenzo. Yeah. Okay. The Captain of Shenzo was saying how the ship's a really old ship. And even for us looking at it, you know, it looks fucking spanky and modern and everything. Yeah, yeah. But if they're in, trying to say that's old, it's from the end of the, the Enterprise era. Yeah, even series. the bridge on the new, on, on the Discovery, like the bridge on that, if I'm remembering, like it's still really dark and Wait, what? dingy. On, on the Star Trek Discovery Bridge. Like, what does the Discovery Bridge look like? Uh, I can't picture the bridge actually. I can picture the captain's room. The captain's room, yeah, and the the animal. Uh, yeah, how the doctor wanted to. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, the go the Goron skeleton. Yeah, yeah, the Goron skeleton. But no, I can't remember what the bridge looks. Like. I can't picture it for some reason. I don't think she went to the bridge. She went through it. I she remember did. Did she? Yeah. yeah. I can't remember what it looked like. What was that dark yeah. as well? Yeah, I mean, bring it up. I, I think I think I'm right in thinking it was very similar to. Um, to, to the ship that she was originally on. I just... I, I tell you what, there is one thing I thought was cool. 
Doug Jones, who I've liked in everything he's been in when he's been playing stuff. He always plays like that character thing where he's got heavy prosthetics. So, yeah, he was a Hellboy, um, not Hellboy, but he was the yeah, the, blue uh, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and he's Pan in Pan's Labyrinth as well. Ah, yeah, yeah, that was it. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, I thought he was good. Yeah. But, yeah, no, his character was very good. But he's not like a central character or anything like that. You know, he's, he's not like the lead. He's not the lead of the show. Like, he's been set up to be. He's the data. Yeah, that's what he is. There's so much stuff that's still data. settling into place. You don't know what yeah. his role's going to be. Yeah. He's, a, he's a Spark data and DS9. Oh, two box from Voyager. Who's the, who's the character? Not the Android, but terrible. Was it Jadzia Death? Odo. Odo, that was it, yeah. Emotionless. Yeah. Well, he had emotions, that's the thing. Like, I, just, I just liked the prosthetics on him, I thought they were good. Um, I don't remember seeing that. I mean, that what I did think, actually, just from the first two episodes, a little bit less than what's going to the third, but what it reminded me of visually, more than anything, Star Trek, was Mass Effect. It had a real Mass Effect feel to it. Mm. In the, yeah. the design of the aliens and in the kind of. For me, stuff was lit and for me, it just felt JJ. Well, it was a bit of that, but yeah, felt, felt like it was Mass Effect inspired, which seemed weird. But. Yeah, I'm trying, I'm trying to think of anything else. Like, like I said, story wise, like it just it it felt as as far from Star Trek as I can think. And I and I get that things have to evolve. Like things can't stay the same, but you you could take the Star Trek off the front of this and it could just be its entire like an entirely own thing and it would it would be its own thing like it doesn't feel like there's this is it doesn't feel like Star Trek and I, and, I, and I, like I said I know things got to evolve but in Star Trek I mean like I said one of the things for me is is, is hope and hope for the future and hope for humanity and there doesn't there's, there's no hope in this like okay I'll just these chances I mean New series, especially in existing universes, quite often go out of the way to start out seeming different, and then gradually you bring in more and more of the old stuff because you don't want to have that accusation of retread. Right? That's what yeah. ruined Voyager and Enterprise. Yeah, well, no, I mean it can be definitely. Can be, but... They were too familiar. Yeah. DS Nine had the the wall to mm. differentiate that from the hopeful and the <clears throat> futureness, yeah. but yeah, Voyager and Enterprise just took the same TNG story. And just kind of follow those routes. I'll tell you one thing I do definitely dislike about it so far, which is cliffhangers. It, I feel Star Trek should be self-contained episodes. You know, it should be a story with an ending, maybe. I mean, yeah. I'd prefer it to be like that. I don't want it to be a yeah. ongoing arc. And, and there's definitely an ongoing arc. Cheesy cliffhangers every episode. Kind of I hope there's no cliffhangers, but I do think there's going to be a, an ongoing arc. I think there is, yeah. yeah. Because that's what TV is like these days. Yeah, exactly. Mm. I, like I said, I know... I know that TV is evolving, and you know it's not how it was in the '90s, where you know they, people didn't just binge watch something like, you know, in a row yeah. sort of thing. Like you know, it was like a once a week streaming's thing. Full. <laughs> TV shows now are to be watched not on weekly periodic episodes, but in a long, continuous daily sweep. Yeah. yeah, and that's why we have ten episodes per season now, so we can watch a whole season in one night or one day. Sorry. Yeah, it used to be nice to be able to like not see something for three weeks and then watch it again and not have missed anything. Yeah, yeah, like uh, you know, we used to have twenty six episodes a season. Now we have ten. I mean, Cl- uh, Claire's a huge Star Trek fan, right? Yeah. How does she? How does she find it? That's it. Really? Yeah. Okay. The, the way the way <laughs> I, I she's a massive Jason Isaacs fan, which helps. So. That would definitely help then. <laughs> yeah. The way I see it is exactly the same with the JJ films. Don't be too Star Trek fan about it. 
just watch it for what it is. A decent, well, JJ Films movie, Discovery. It's a nice TV but show. That's the thing, you're saying that as though this needs, like, it's not Star Trek. When was the last Star Trek TV series? 2005. Yeah, so 12 years ago. Yeah. The whole TV sh- show has changed so much. No, I know, but that's what I'm, that's what I'm meaning though. Like, we, we, like you, like if this is, if this is at the point where you're all saying, don't treat it like Star Trek, then it's not Star, Star Trek, right? No, Star Trek isn't what it used to be. That's what I'm saying. Star Trek has changed in the last 12 years. It's changed, and whether we like it or not, the movies has spurred Star Trek on into that direction of sci-fi spaceships I mean I prefer, I, prefer, I prefer the J.J. Abrams movies to this and I don't like the J.J. Abrams movies no I, I but at I, least they've, I they've prefer, got some fun in them right? I prefer this to the J.J. movies mm. the first one the first movie I hated because it, it really upset me as a Star Trek fan but then I could appreciate it being a good movie decent movie the second one was just the same as the first one just with Khan and more the old switcheroo <laughs> and then the third one was just two Star Trek Right. Actually, that that's a great example. So we take all the Star Trek movies. Mm-hmm. We got um, the first one, which was weak. Second one, which is good. You know, the odd even number kind of thing. Yeah. But the, the odd. Do you numbers... guys know the theory of the odd even? Yeah, but I love the first one, so it, it breaks. Out <laughs> well, the whole like fifteen minutes of looking around. <laughs> the fifteen minute point. shot. I'll just point about how quickly they shot shot the new ship in the new TV show. I agree with you like, that. Come on, I you totally... spent longer on that. Yeah, I, 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 that was I, over in like 10 seconds. I want to see way more <laughs> Discovery. Yeah. Um, Maybe but, they're a little like, because it's Netflix, it's a little like 15 minute in between episodes. It's 15 minutes of looking at a spaceship. I've watched that. All the movies, all the odd number movies, they were fun. They were good. The even number movies, they were, for me, <clears> they were like long Star Trek episodes, which don't fit in its movies at all. And they never have. And even with the Next Generation movies, they just felt like long episodes. And I'm kind of glad they haven't done that with the JJ movies, that they haven't done... Yeah, that's true. They're, they're made like films. They've got the structure of a film. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm okay with that. I understand that as how movies goes and how TV series goes. And even with the pilot, we were talking about this the other day, the pilot standalone could just be a movie. It could just be like Star Trek Four, JJ's new movie. Those first two episodes together. <clears> yeah. And... I do have hope for the rest of the season. I really do. But I'm glad again, you've got hope because there's no hope in it. But that's the thing, though. I don't like Michael. I don't like uh, the character at all. But all the support characters and uh, the ship as well has so much potential. So much. I'm actually quite looking forward to see what they do with it. Really? Whether it's going to be good the, or not. The science officer was just an arsehole. What, uh, Shuru? Mm, I don't know his fucking the name. A- the alien dude. No, 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 Which no. science no. officer? The, the science officer that just like was just banging on about like his work and how oh. like him and his friend were going to release the papers so, like, so I've read a bit of a background so the the engineering hmm. uh, dude who's in charge yeah? yeah he's named after the guy who came up with the spore theory so you know the engine and all that yeah the Milivorians, yeah. yeah he's actually named after him and his personality is also based on the scientist as well, okay. who came up with it all. And I, I was watching an interview with the, the scientist, and he was like, he's really happy with uh, how they've made him, uh, how they made him look and sound and act because it's quite like him. And I'm like, but he was a dick. You <laughs> like being a dick? What, what, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> but yeah, he's he's happy with the way that's all turned out. Okay. Um, he's he's happy with being intensely dislikable. Yep. 
He wants to be doing it. Horrid. I think it might be a bit of wash from. Yeah, I think it's got potential, but. No, man, not. No. Just physically. Oh, physically, yeah. Not personality wise. No, no, that's just. Have you seen Firefly? Yeah. All right, yeah. I'm looking forward to this oh, podcast yeah, being mind. over so I can watch next yeah, episode. Yeah, right. That's cool. I, well, yeah, this, I have to go home this, I this, this is me it. wrapping up the episode, so... No, sorry, I didn't mean this. No, no. No, no. <laughs> no, no it's, I mean, Actually, yeah. All right, if anything, I'm glad... This was going to be a short one, wasn't it? So, yeah. I'm glad it's not Enterprise. <laughs> uh, yeah. But I would... You know what? I prefer it to be Enterprise. No, really, that's you, the point I'm at. You've only watched the first two seasons. Uh, yeah, you, I, yeah. You don't even know what good Enterprise is. Yeah, exactly. And I would prefer it to be the Enterprise. Hey, wait, let's do a little segment before we finish. Let's do Jim opens the gift that Bailey brought, brought him back from Japan. Ooh. Yeah, let's do that. Oh, okay. I'm not saying, I'm not right, fair enough, fair enough. That bag, yeah. It's, it's, it's not really for you, but... It's not really for me? <laughs> is it, is <laughs> it for <laughs> Alex? <laughs> Disappointment already? I told you earlier. Yeah. Ooh. Aww. Aww. Hey. That's really cute. That is really cute. What is it, Jim? Oh. Um... Well, it's got totter on it. It's a nice embroidered totter on um, a square piece of cloth, which I'm not yet sure of the function of. I uh, thought it just... Babies nice. make mess. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they do, but that's too nice for a sick cloth, you know? Like, <laughs> it'd be nice, nice cuddle cloth. He likes... Right, oh, there yeah. maybe, oh, maybe yeah. a totter or a cuddle Bandy cloth. And he sleeps with cloths, and he would definitely like to have this to cuddle. Oh, yeah, it's really cute. Thank you. That's all right. Oh, cheers, Jim. <laughs> cool. Uh, so... Jim, say goodbye. Bye-bye. Alex, say goodbye. Bye-bye. Cheery, <laughs> say goodbye. Live long and prosper. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, it's <laughs> goodbye from me. Thank you.